The Symphony by Madison Cowain Read for LibriVox.org by Aiden The soul of love is harmony. As such, all melodies, that with wide pinions beat, Against the heart's red gateway to the soul, That, opening, bids them enter in and sing, Are portions of the soul, while they stay, Lords of its action and molding all at will. There is a symphony, I know not whose, that seems to bear my spirit far away, to regions not of earth, nor yet of heaven, where neither am I, I, nor air, nor clay. My soul, a portion of the waves of song, reverberating twixt the earth and the moon. First, sweeping marches, loud with martial boast, triumphal clamors and the shout of joy, as when, in bannered cities, welcoming home, Bright ranks of victory in all cavalcades, of splendid battle, march to the roll of drums, and clang of cymbals and sonorous horns, and sudden thunder, adverse hosts of storm, and lightning cleaving the tempestuous gloom, earthquake, the roar of ruin, as if Thebes and Karnak crashed their titan temples down, pillar and groined nave and fretted dome, on all their gods of gold and worshippers. Then, from the wreck, unutterably slow an exhalation seems to beat of sound an audible perfume slowly as the fang of dusty gold the lily's cone puts forth to drink the sunlight and lure the bee a mist of music delicate as the shapes who ride the rainbow bubbles of the foam of mountain cataracts or who healed with flame winged with fire make couriers of the winds and zoned with opal chariot the morning star then soft complaints that fill the waiting heart with dreams of love long cherished love dreams found on mountain mornings splendid with the dawn then tender chords that weigh the eyelids down with sleep's pale kisses softer than the buds that open to the spring the kiss of may and sweeter than sweet vows of fondest faith kept evermore or looks whose witchery might lure old saints down to the lowest hell. For one last glance, then notes like haunting eyes, great melancholy eyes of love long lost, darker than night and brimming o'er with dreams, or faces stooping in a silver mist. At care's thin brow and gazing in his eyes, sad where he sits before the smoldering logs. At yuletide, when the sleet taps on the pane, and all the love they're gone, and he's alone, alone, save for the memories that rise faint in the ashes in the spark-starred smoke. Then, from these chords, these mortal ecstasies, dim as the half-forgotten dreams of youth, voices of expectation chorus up, the diapason of a mighty choir, mid-organ throbbings ever-beating low, like the huge heart of ocean, pulsings wove of deep aeolian thunders and my soul seems wafted far beneath the sea of seas to chasms of caves of crystal ocean carved filled with dark lamentations of the deep deep dolorous seas that throb like some vast harp wild oceanic and with stormy sighs of labyrinthine music shake the world one with tumult under circling tears of barrel and chrysoberyl, splashed and hung pale with Pelagian gems and feathery shells, and spars of moomy radiance on I drift. 
A voice mid voices, chord amid the chorus, a wave, a wild vibration of the strain, part of the ray, the rose of melody, an utterance amid that utterance of choral harmony, now rising up, as twere a spire of silver, symphony blown from a reed of hollow pearl and fire, by some still spirit dwelling within the moon. To the vast vault of echoes, dying now, down to the underworld of silence, deep, with wild, unburdened sobbings. Then, once more, sweeping the vault with tumult, like a bird, with maddened wings that beat and bleed in vain, against the bars, or, like the human soul, oppressed and bolted within its cage of clay, that longs and strains to burst its bonds and soar. Then tones that shape before my inner sight the moonlit gardens of the spirit sleep, far in a star man's eyes have never seen, white sleep, who leads me mid her poppies, weighed with dewy slumber, from whose chalices she culls white dreams to lay on human hearts, in pearly clusters sparkling now with tears, and now with smiles, the blossoms of her soul. She, on her shadowy pinions, winging high, bears me from pole to pole of her white star, the continents like clouds beneath our feet, the seas like mists, then drops me, meteor-like, a million leagues, through all the gulfs of God, down, down to earth again, a sound of stars, streaming from burning orbits into night, about my soul, about my soul like fire. Oh, then what agony and bitter woe, regret and noise of desolation, vast, as when all that one loves is torn away forever with farewell forevermore. O oh, strife and panic of impending doom, wherein rush by pale brows with tresses torn, pale faces browed with raven rended hair that cringe or fly before the wrath of God, or stand white lifted to the bolts of heaven, plowing the tempest chasmed with torrent flame. As twere with rocking earthquake, all around, ruin and terror, moans and awful eyes, fierce, moveless eyes that seem to curse their God. Then sounds, as twere, of burning tears that fall through blinding blackness. Then, long thunder strokes, as of a bell that tolls, "'Tis judgment day!" Sonorous bell beats heard through night and storm, or hands high-lifted as if it were in prayer, or battling with their doom, still tolling on, the knell of dying earth and of the dawn, the dawn that will not break, that comes no more, never again, the beautiful wild dawn, the young, holy, radiant, and wonderful, firstborn of heaven's children, daughters of light, the rose of God, the dream and youth of day, whom night hath slain and darkness laid away, crying, no more shall she awake the world, no more, no more, the dawn, or a wreath, lies dead with all her flowers, and death and I, darkness and death, lords of oblivion, heart-shaking monarchs of the universe, thrown down the ruins of the world, shall rule from everlasting unto everlasting now. Look on our faces, nations, and despair. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.